You're listening to an event from the U.S. Institute of Peace, part of the USIP Podcast Network. For more information about our work around the world, visit usip.org and check us out on social media. Let me welcome you to the United States uh, Institute of Peace. Uh, my name is Bill Taylor. Uh, I'm the executive vice president here. Um, the Institute is very pleased <clears throat> to be able to welcome you to these conversations. Uh, the vice president, uh, Arnold Jaffe, here with us uh, today. It's uh, great to have, this is the first time that the vice president has been with us in this building. We've had many meetings earlier with uh, mostly in Baghdad, uh, but this is his first time here, and so we're very pleased to, to have him uh, here. Um, we are pleased to have the ambassador back. Uh, ambassador Steve, very good to have you, always a pleasure. Um, uh, and the Kurdistan Regional Government Representative Bayan Sami Abdurrahman is here. No, uh, uh, she's welcome anyway. Uh, uh, um, before, let, let me just do a couple of housekeeping things. Um, we will have uh, the Vice President will speak in Arabic. Um, I think everybody already has your. Uh, headsets um, and the Arabic will be in ch on channel six and the English will be on channel one. Uh, uh, and uh, excellent, uh, if you are on social media, uh, we have helpfully given you the hashtag here. So if you'd like to uh, use that, we would be very pleased to, to have you um, let people know about the, the Vice President's discussion. Uh, this, Mr. Vice President, as you know well and as we've discussed, is a, is a momentous year um, for Iraq. Um, and that's one of the reasons we're very pleased to have you here to be able to speak and talk about uh, uh, this year and the events going on in Iraq. Uh, Iraqi forces, with support from the International Coalition, have liberated more than 90% of the land once held by ISIS, by Daesh. Military defeat of Daesh in Iraq is in sight. Uh, this is a momentous achievement reached as a result of collective effort among the diverse Iraqi forces uh, and communities across the country. We congratulate the Iraqi people, the Iraqi government, the Kurdistan regional government on their progress towards eradicating Daesh from their country and making progress on returning displaced families back to their homes. Challenges remain. And this will be the topic, I'm sure, of uh, our conversation here today. Politics, reconstruction, healing um, after, after these, these traumatic times. The Kurdish referendum, I'm sure, will be on the, on the agenda for us to talk about. Uh, return to the forefront of disagreements on Iraq's power-sharing compact. Instability has the potential to lead to further conflict and even renewed violence. To preserve stability and peace, the military gains against Daesh must be consolidated through stabilization and peace building. Local and national reconciliation and continuous cooperation among all Iraqis will be the key ingredients contributing to the success of these efforts. USIP uh, has been working in Iraq since 2003, as we've discussed, to bolster the ability of Iraqis to halt communal violence, save lives, and build social cohesion. Over the last decade, the Institute has supported local dialogue initiatives, which have succeeded in mitigating violence and conflict, offering the safety and security Iraqis need to return to their homes. Thousands have returned to their homes in places like Tikrit as a result of these initiatives. Today, USIP is working with leaders from liberated areas such as Hawija, Talafar, and Bartala to ensure sustainable, inclusive security for their populations. USIP also works with Iraq's minority communities to strengthen their participation in decisions that affect their safety, rights, and inclusion as integral parts of the Iraqi society. Mr. Vice President, USIP remains committed to working with you, with Iraqi leaders, uh, and the Iraqi people in upcoming months and all the years to move forward towards ensuring safety and security for all Iraqis. We welcome the opportunity to deepen our cooperation and coordination with the Iraqi government and we continue working with Iraqis on these important initiatives. Ladies and gentlemen, 
Vice President al-Najafi is someone who will pay, play an important role as Iraq finds ways to navigate the myriad issues that remain to be resolved as the country moves toward peace. He is one of three Vice Presidents of Iraq. Before his tenure as Vice President, he was a Speaker of Iraq's Council of Representatives for four years, 2010 to 2014. He is also the Secretary General of a newly established For Iraq United Party. The Vice President is a native of Iraq's second largest city, Mosul. All of you know Mosul was recently liberated from ISIS after three years of occupation and brutal rule. Today, the residents of Mosul and the Iraqi government are in the process of reconstructing and revitalizing this vibrant and historical city. Please join me in, in welcoming to the stage the Vice President of Iraq, Osama al-Najafi. In the name of God, the merciful, uh, my ladies and my gentlemen, uh, peace be upon you. I am happy to be, to be with you today, and uh, that message is coming from a mental uh, well-being and a heart uh, that, that I believe in uh, the problems that are uh, confronting Iraq. These issues are coming uh, from uh, terrorism and uh, misunderstanding and uh, uh, agendas that would not serve uh, the Iraqi citizen who is looking for peace and security. Uh, the, the experience that uh, we passed uh, within uh, has proved that we are trying to elevate all those problems uh, that have uh, passed uh, by us and uh, our uh, nation uh, believes that it, ha it has to uh, be uh, intermingled with uh, the world uh, community uh, to work uh, through uh, the understanding of the Iraqi ideals and thoughts. Uh, Iraq has passed through uh, difficult experiences uh, represented in uh, not, not respecting the Constitution and contradicting uh, the clauses of the Constitution and uh, the uh, mismanagement of the state and uh, non-secure uh, states. Uh, uh, being in uh, the uh, regions uh, controlled by the ISIS, uh, the uh, post-ISIS uh, stage uh, added many problems to us and posed threats on us uh, through military actions and uh, the uh, uh, project of the independence of Kurdistan has posed uh, more uh, challenges and conflicts, uh, and we have to deal with that rationally to close these doors. And there is a need for those intellectuals, political intellectuals in Iraq, uh, to support uh, the uh, Iraqi nation uh, to face all the challenges that the Iraqis have faced before, which these challenges are uh, the uh, weakness of uh, the nation, uh, the uh, security uh, challenges, uh, the uh, regional interventions, uh, uh, the disruption of justice system, uh, the weak development and uh, the migration, uh, the dislocation of uh, the population. and. Uh, the uh, growing of extremism and the spread of corruption. Any reform process in Iraq has to consider the programs uh, to uh, overcome these challenges. Uh, thus, uh, our vision uh, to the reform in Iraq 
uh, is emanating from uh, the necessity to have a, 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 a national uh, partnership uh, and the Iraqis uh, have to uh, come together and uh, agree on what they have disagreed upon before. Uh, the partnership should be organized uh, by, from uh, the all factions of the society and minorities. And for this uh, uh, reform uh, project to end, uh, uh, the, um, uh, has to succeed uh, through uh, the round table uh, conversations and uh, the uh, consensus, uh, the partnership, and where to adhere to the following principles. One, uh, uh, the, to set up a, a constitutional uh, system unified and uh, uh, guaranteeing everyone uh, with the power in the federal uh, union. Uh, the uh, political consensus, so uh, not one faction uh, would uh, take over uh, decision making and to keep all uh, rights for the Iraqi uh, nation. Uh, the uh, accepting uh, the new form of the Iraqi uh, government uh, that uh, respects religion and every uh, individual uh, participating in the power and uh, the wealth of the nation and uh, uh, to address all the needs of uh, the people uh, and addressing the problem of Kirkuk and the disputed areas by concentrating uh, the administration of these areas uh, to the, the hands of their peop peoples and uh, protecting uh, those who are vulnerable and protecting them from any uh, attack, attack or attrition. Uh, the, Ira the, the Iraqi constitution uh, has paid a lot of attention uh, to uh, uh, respecting the religion and uh, it's most important to respect all these uh, aspirations of the people uh, in their uh, areas. Uh, uh, the uh, uh, Council of Union, uh, the, um, uh, the uh, 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 Supreme Council uh, of Energy, uh, to um, engulf them in uh, the, the essential uh, required uh, cooperation uh, to protect it and uh, to uh, offer or the protection to all the regions. Uh, the safe return for uh, those dislocated uh, individuals and uh, uh, to uh, ensure uh, that uh, the demographic change will not happen and to ensure that the development uh, plan uh, which gives priority uh, to uh, provinces affected by, uh, by terrorism and give them uh, uh, necessary funding for that, uh, addressing uh, the uh, uh, factors that have led to the mayhem and chaos and uh, the emergence uh, of terrorism and uh, to uh, safeguard uh, the civil rights and safety for Iraqis, uh, to uh, rebuild uh, the institutions uh, uh, on professionalism and considering uh, the uh, balance with the military and security uh, in uh, institutions, uh, 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 ad adhering to the law, protecting human rights, releasing detainees, speeding up cases of and revealing the fate of kidnapped and those who have disappeared, uh, fighting the financial and administrative corruption. Uh, this uh, vision that has been agreed uh, upon by most uh, Iraqis uh, have, uh, is acceptable by all Iraqi God be with you. Thank you. Thank you.
So, Mr. Vice President, thank you very much for uh, those remarks. Um, you've laid out a, a vision um, of how to move Iraq forward. Um, you've, you've suggested some specific principles um, that would guide, would guide that vision. Um, I'm going to ask maybe two questions. One on that topic, on that question, on kind of the political development um, of Iraq moving forward. Um, and then one about the region. The Iraq is in, a, in an interesting region. You have interesting neighbors um, uh, who are all interested in Iraq. And so we can, uh, one question about that. But then I would very much like to uh, invite people here who have, uh, have braved the rain to come listen to you. Uh, and have the opportunity to, to ask questions. Um, I think you have question cards, and if you don't, you should. Um, if you don't, we can get them to you. So if you will take advantage of these cards, pass them to people on the, we have people up and down the aisles who will take these questions and we'll give them here to Matt and Sarhan, um, who will bring them to me, and I will then ask you, Mr. Vice President, these questions from, from uh, uh, people here. Um, a new national partnership um, based on the Constitution, um, which would guide Iraq moving forward politically um, in this time of crises that you, you described. Iraq has some challenges. You've suggested a new national partnership. Iraqis international community, governments have talked a lot about inclusive, about bringing all Iraqis into the government so that all Iraqis have a voice. There, there might be three ways to do that. Um, one way is to have this inclusion is the way it's been done to now. That is, there is a Kurdish president and a Shia prime minister, um, and uh, Sunni uh, vice presidents. Um, so th that's one way, a kind of a mechanical way to, in, to bring all the voices in. A second way um, is one you mentioned earlier, which is through politics, through political parties, through elections. And one question is whether or not there is a political party that can represent all these voices, can, that represent Sunni voices, represent Shia voices, represent Kurdish voices, represent other minority voices. If there's a party that can represent that in these elections that are coming up next year. There's a third way, which you might have been hinting at, I wasn't sure. Um, you mentioned a round table. Um, a partnership contract should be organized at a roundtable of all factions of the Iraqi people, including minorities. And I know that the UN, UNAMI, has been working on a roundtable. Um, and so my question, Mr. Vice President, on this internal question is, how to, which of those three models is the right one to bring all of the Iraqi voices into the government? Is it through having designated positions? Is it a more, a broader inclusive political party? Or is it a national dialogue around a round table that, that UNAMI is doing? Your thoughts. Thank you. Definitely. The first two cases that you have mentioned have been tried during last years. And there were disagreements and agreements, and there were uh, governments that were uh, established. And there are components that were distributed, but the problems were not solved. The, uh, always we go back to the point that the, the differences point uh, 
what are what is the form of the nation what are the reforms what are the what are the plans the solution as I am convinced is to be around the around the table where we talk and we review or the Sunni stand and uh, explaining uh, the disagreements. And we have to come to a consensus to the new uh, uh, text, uh, not leaving uh, the Constitution to each point of view. We have to have a national uh, consensus and participation and uh, the uh, uh, guarantee and auspices of the international uh, a strong international uh, factor is very important uh, because if we achieve uh, the uh, military uh, component and uh, the economic component uh, without safety, these are the procedures that were uh, adopted during the last past years. Uh, we have to sit uh, around uh, the table and we have to come to a consensus about the form of the state and uh, how to implement uh, the agreed upon constitution uh, plus the existence of a guarantor who would guarantee that so uh, the vulnerable uh, people uh, would uh, feel the support of the international community. And uh, when Iraq failed uh, and uh, the, the administrative uh, system uh, failed uh, to uh, solve all these problems, uh, the terrorism uh, afflicted the whole world, uh, not just Iraq, but in Asia, in Europe, and the world is concerned with that and to solve the problems uh, in Iraq and to prevent the problems and the insolence of uh, disagreements, uh, we have tried uh, the, uh, the two uh, solutions, proposed solutions, but we have to sit around uh, the table and there has to be a new government and a new formation that would adopt all uh, the principles that I mentioned uh, in uh, my speech and uh, uh, then uh, an, a government, uh, a governmental program would uh, come forward with a solution to solve all the problems of Iraq. Do, is the question how to implement the existing constitution? Uh, the Iraqi constitution does not change, but when adopting uh, a certain mechanism uh, through the Iraqi parliament, and more than half the members have to approve the change, and then the uh, national uh, referendum, and when it's agreed upon, uh, two-thirds of uh, the provinces uh, have to agree and it, nowadays, it's difficult to achieve that. Uh, but what we have, uh, the constitution we have, we have to agree upon the clauses uh, in, in it. For example, uh, 112, uh, the, uh, the clause 112 uh, explains uh, the uh, use of uh, wealth, the wealth of oil uh, for uh, Kurdistan or for Iraq uh, is not agreed upon. Uh, the, this uh, uh, constitutional uh, clause uh, has to adopt uh, a way that uh, uh, would entail who would uh, uh, take uh, over the power in Baghdad uh, and be uh, very uh, non-aligned, non-biased, uh, we have to uh, see to the final form of the Constitution, and we have uh, to uh, tell everyone about uh, his or her uh, duties and responsibilities, and this is the participation and uh, uh, between uh, everyone. Uh, there needs to be some authority that guarantees that 
the Constitution will be implemented, that the rights of minorities are respected. What do you have in mind as the, as the entity, the authority for that guarantor? Of course, we tell the international, the concerned international community, this could be the UN through an international resolution that would take effect uh, and the countries, the member, the, the member countries, uh, uh, have to vote uh, to this revolution uh, through the Security Council, and that would be uh, obliging to all uh, the Iraqis uh, to be implemented. And this is the only solution. Uh, but just uh, the UN uh, alone doesn't have uh, the enough authority to implement. Uh, it's an opinion that could be taken or left. Uh, this has to be on a high level uh, of uh, countries uh, that uh, can follow with the resolution and follow with the implementation. Um, I mentioned that uh, Iraq is in, an, is in a challenging region. Your, your neighbors uh, are interested in Iraq. And your neighbors are also threatening conflict. Um, the conflict, the potential conflict between Saudi Arabia and Iran is now on our, on our front pages of our newspapers. Iraq sits in some sense in the middle. Um, Saudi Arabia, majority Sunni. Iran, majority Shia. Iraq, multi-sectarian. Um, Sunni, Shia, Kurds, minorities. How does the Vice President of Iraq look at the potential conflict in the region between Saudi Arabia and Iran? Um, it's in the interest of Iraq to stay aside from any conflict in the area and the weak position of Iraq uh, was exploited uh, to present uh, solutions to different countries. And Iraq has become a field for conflicts and interferences, which he has suffered from. Uh, we have to get Iraq out of the conflict zone. And these countries uh, uh, have interfered extensively in Iraq, and it has tools in Iraq and uh, it has interests uh, uh, trying to guarantee these interests in Iraq. Some of those interests is to uh, let Iraq be weak uh, with conflict within and uh, with wars uh, waged within the country. Uh, it's true that uh, Iraq, uh, these countries are fighting outside Iraq and uh, they have their own tools, and at the end, they let Iraq to its fate. Uh, any, uh, any country uh, that loves Iraq has to set herself away from Iran and from any other country and keeps Iraq independent. And it has to keep uh, abreast all the uh, uh, Iraqi interests and mutual interests, and but to uh, let these conflicts uh, be waged uh, through Iraq, uh, that's not right because uh, there is a conflict between Iran and Iraq and Iran and the Arab countries. And this, I warn, uh, this uh, could bring Iraq once more uh, to a, a, a place of a conflict and tension uh, that would hurt, consequently, the whole world. Vice President, I have many questions. Much, huh? Many questions. Uh, so thank you all for these. Uh, it looks like there may be even more coming. So. But they, they tend to fall into these two categories, <clears throat> domestic and, and regional. Um, so let me stick with some of the domestic questions um, that, that you've already addressed. First question here is, um, uh, would you expect to see uh, the creation of a Sunni regional 
government um, in Iraq in this new formula that you have, you have described? Uh, of course not. Uh, this issue uh, is not on the agenda. This is not constitutional uh, to establish uh, the uh, sectarianism. Uh, we respect the uh, Constitution and the uh, Article uh, 119 uh, uh, stipulates that we have to establish uh, regions uh, that are uh, uh, local regions with, with, uh, in uh, the, uh, the area, but this doesn't mean that we have uh, to co uh, uh, establish a, a, a region uh, w within the Christian faction or the Shia faction. Uh, we have to have uh, these uh, provinces uh, that, uh, ha that enjoy uh, the stipulations of the Constitution. Uh, we, uh, in the, the uh, in this issue, uh, none of the Sunni uh, leaders did not ask about this because it's uh, uh, irrational and illegal. Uh, um, Mr. Vice President, a question uh, from Marina Mansour. Uh, now that ISIS is almost defeated, what does the Iraqi government plan on doing with the government-sponsored militias uh, that helped defeat ISIS, um, but that now want to directly get involved in politics. Uh, of course, uh, there were uh, militias uh, before ISIS. Uh, they existed uh, for decades, and some uh, uh, existed for 30 years, and uh, in fact, it's uh, the Iran who had established them and trained them uh, since uh, the Iraqi-Iranian uh, war, uh, and they stayed as uh, uh, forming a militia that was uh, protected uh, by um, prominent uh, uh, entities in Iraq and outside. Uh, the uh, uh, dissemination uh, of armaments and uh, 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 tens of thousands uh, joined, and of course they shared in uh, uh, the conflicts and in the battles, and some uh, uh, have uh, went uh, and joined uh, the army and uh, under uh, the prime minister's leadership. Uh, some ha has uh, uh, no problems emanated from them. Uh, some have affiliation and loyalty uh, to uh, the Iranian Merjaya uh, 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 and uh, the Mr. Khamenei, uh, who is uh, the Morshid Irani. And they uh, are fighting in Iraq and, and Syria, not only inside Iraq, and they are uh, one part of uh, the problem because they have gained uh, a lot of uh, power and maybe they can pose uh, more problems. Uh, of course, there is a legislation uh, that uh, was uh, established uh, to uh, prevent uh, the coalition of groups and uh, uh, them being away from uh, the political uh, uh, authority and power. Uh, and the, the, this entity is called uh, uh, the popular uh, massing. Uh, these militias, uh, it's still there. They have their own opinion. They have their own political agenda, their own uh, uh, aspirations to reach the power. And they have created a, a parallel a army for the Iraqi uh, army, and this is very dangerous for uh, the future of Iraq. Uh, in our interest, these have to be uh, unified, and uh, uh, the political uh, uh, affiliation has to be removed from it, and uh, being away from Iran, so they would become an Iraqi force and uh, within the Iraqi uh, army and not 
having a different agenda uh, from uh, a foreign uh, or an outside uh, influence. President, um, politics, of course, comes up. Uh, one a very political issue are the elections coming up uh, next uh, next spring. Um, the question, there are a couple of questions surrounding the elections. Preparation for, you mentioned the possibility of a new political force or front that might reach across the, the various boundaries and groups um, in Iraq, uh, that, that might be a political force that would represent Sunni, Shia, Kurds, minorities that could, this has happened in the past in, in Iraq, as, as we know. Um, uh, so, two questions. One is, are the elections likely to happen next spring? Will Iraq be ready for those elections? And if so, will there be a new party that can try to represent um, many, most Iraqis? Uh, elections have been uh, dated to start on uh, 15th of May, next 5th uh, May. Uh, and this uh, would require political, economic, security, military uh, uh, um, input uh, to help for setting up uh, these uh, elections. First of all, uh, we have uh, to uh, put back the displaced people. They, they are uh, still in camps for uh, uh, migrants uh, or uh, outside Iraq or somewhere else. They have to go back to Iraq and that this can pose uh, a problem for uh, the election. Uh, uh, in the coming six months, uh, we have to uh, re-establish the security, uh, infrastructure, uh, clean water, uh, electricity, uh, health care, uh, so people can go back to their homes. This is not there. The, uh, another important element is that uh, after uh, militias uh, have uh, expanded uh, and uh, most of them uh, are affiliated with uh, political uh, factions, if these militias are uh, still in these areas, uh, they are going to impose a, a political uh, royalty is going to uh, employ uh, armaments and arms uh, to impose its vision and impose the, opi the opinion uh, on the elections. And there will be no real, uh, no uh, political reality uh, on uh, the society. Uh, the, it, it will produce a disfigured reality, and it will be worse than any previous uh, stage, and uh, mayhem and conflict would prevail, and chaos would prevail in, uh, in the country. Uh, if we are not uh, successful in uh, addressing that, uh, how are we going to uh, establish the elections and uh, in, in, in the meaning is that this is going to become a very difficult stage in our history and the country could get involved in a more dangerous conflict. Possibility of a new political formation that represents uh, many of the, of the sectors? Uh, this is uh, possible, as we have mentioned, because uh, this would insuate, ensue uh, the round table talks and participation and coalition uh, uh, based on uh, specific points uh, to uh, form uh, a national uh, sphere uh, that would include the Sunnis, the Shias, and the Kurds, and this Whatever uh, 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 coalition is that, this is going to be a strong 
element being in uh, the opposition uh, which is going to produce peaceful means and uh, 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 to solve the problems and uh, uh, we can produce then uh, theoretically uh, we can produce these uh, problems uh, to solve the problems uh, we need uh, intellectual politicians uh, we need uh, uh, the power that would help to this uh, solution uh, to prevent. Question comes, um, uh, uh, how close are Iraq and the KRG to reaching a deal over new borders? Um, and what obstacles remain to those conversations, those negotiations between Baghdad and uh, Erbil Suleimania? Baghdad Sunni, the Sunni Baghdad, I believe this uh, question was repeated. Uh, the Sunni uh, Baghdad uh, is a neighbor of, uh, uh, of the Shia, uh, Sulmani and uh, Arbil, the KRG. What has happened lately was a conflict between uh, Baghdad and Arbil, and that was caused by the referendum, uh, the illegal uh, referendum. And there is no clause in uh, the Constitution that allows for such a referendum or the separation. Uh, I uh, believe that this, they thought, the Kurds thought that this is a suitable time uh, to establish uh, their independent uh, place, but uh, they uh, were uh, thinking of uh, taking the disputed areas, which are uh, vast uh, superior to the areas that uh, they have uh, been inhabiting and they were trying to take these areas. This is an illegal and uh, Baghdad after the referendum uh, formed a coalition, an international uh, coalition uh, against uh, Kurdistan, uh, even US, uh, Turkey, uh, were, uh, were against uh, Arab countries, were against that, and they supported uh, the movement of uh, the Iraqi armed forces uh, who uh, entered uh, those disputed areas uh, where uh, they were able, with uh, the militias and uh, the groups, uh, 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 the Kurds, uh, with their militias and coalition with Iran, they tried, uh, they uh, succeeded in, an, uh, in annexing these areas uh, to the blue line, and that was, uh, and some areas uh, are still uh, in Mosul and Rabia uh, are uh, adjacent to the Syrian-Turkish borders, and part of these areas are still disputed. And there is another story of Shabur, the pipelines, oil pipelines, and the outer borders that relates, conjoins Iraq to its neighbors. There are some parties in Iraq, they want uh, to enter in, in Kurdistan and uh, uh, help to the fall, falling of the region. Uh, and uh, this is really uh, unconstitutional, and the law has to be abided by uh, the uh, by all uh, the armed the Iraqi armed forces uh, should abide by, and there should be a cooperation uh, with. Uh, Kurdistan, and uh, they uh, should have their uh, clear, specified uh, rights in the Constitution, and uh, the consensus between the two parties and the armed forces. Uh, of course, uh, there are there uh, there are the dangers posed by uh, more decline and deterioration, and uh, it poses a danger. Uh, to and a risk uh, to the unif unified Iraq and uh, these uh, areas, uh, these regions uh, that uh, would become 
areas of conflict and uh, uh, facing uh, between uh, uh, the, the people there. Um, on, this, on this topic, um, uh, the, the, the uh, U.S., it says, has called for the joint administration, I'm not sure it's the U.S., but there has been, there have been international community, uh, has called for the joint administration of the disputed areas between Baghdad and, and the Kurdistan region. Do you agree with that call for uh, joint administration? Um, and if so, the questioner asks, can you explain why it is not yet happening? Uh, my conviction is based on my understanding of the Constitution that uh, the disputed uh, areas have to be under a, a, a federal, confederate uh, entity uh, and not under uh, the power of a, a strange foreign uh, power uh, the, uh, uh, who controls the security and the lives of uh, the people over there, uh, which include uh, Christians, the Arabs, uh, the other factions. This doesn't mean that Bishmerga uh, and the Iraqi uh, army or the militias uh, are to be deployed on the ground. Where is uh, the decision uh, uh, that is emanating from the inhabitants uh, of uh, the, this area, which ha and and this has to be decided by them. Uh, the decision making has to be uh, conclusively within the hands of uh, the people there. Uh, the uh, uh, federal and confederation uh, is there. The power is in the camps, not on the streets or uh, uh, in interfering. Uh, within uh, the civilian lives of the people. To the, the regional uh, dynamic that we've spoken about already, as you would expect, there are several questions here about uh, the relationship between Iraq and Iran. Um, and let me, I'll just read a couple of these. What is the relationship to Iran today? How is it affected by the Iran-Saudi conflict, which we have already discussed? which is escalating more and more. Uh, question about Iraq's position on Iran and the future relations with that country, a similar kind of a question. Um, this is from uh, someone on Twitter, um, and he or she asks, how would you describe your willingness to work with Iran on border security and infrastructure? So, as you can see, general questions about the Iraqi-Iranian relationship infrastructure, borders, um, political relations, the Saudi-Iranian conflict. Of course, uh, there is a, a clear conflict between Iran and uh, Saudi Arabia and the other uh, Arab countries, and this affects uh, Iraq in a different way. Uh, Iran is a country that uh, has um, uh, managed uh, to uh, in interfere uh, in uh, the Iraqi uh, state uh, uh, through the militias and their training, and it has an influence on the decision uh, that is adopted by Iraq. Uh, there is uh, 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 an element of uh, the military element the economic element, and uh, the Iranian project is quite uh, vivid and clear in the area. Uh, they want uh, to uh, spread their control, and this uh, would uh, go further to Syria and uh, Lebanon. And, of course, their dream is to control the whole Middle East. And this is uh, a point that uh, is uh, difficult to change unless uh, there is a, 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 a Iraqi, an Iraqi government that uh, would uh, hold the principles tightly uh, to set up a balance between uh, Iran, Saudi Arabia, uh, and Turkey, and the other uh, neighboring uh, Arabic uh, 
Arabic countries, and this uh, uh, would require uh, the uh, support uh, from uh, Saudi Arabia uh, to uh, have an embassy. And this, uh, before uh, the Arab were outside uh, that uh, balance, uh, USA was there, but now uh, USA encouraged the Arabs to get into Iraq, and of course there are uh, very uh, entwined interests and conviction uh, uh, by some Iraqis. Uh, uh, this is uh, even a religious uh, affiliation between them and Iran, and this uh, uh, consensus uh, did not improve the situation. Uh, the Shia uh, community uh, is still there, and uh, the results were uh, catastrophic for them. They didn't feel uh, stability, they didn't feel economic development, uh, or uh, even uh, being proud of their national uh, status. Uh, some uh, parties uh, have uh, military wings, and uh, they uh, impose this fact uh, through their relations with Iran. And this uh, is uh, going to uh, uh, be changed by uh, a majority, uh, that a parliamentary majority uh, that, have, uh, that have the influence uh, to uh, balance uh, the uh, Arabic role, the, the Arabic, Turkish, American role, to attain uh, the uh, aspired interests for all. And uh, 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 where uh, these uh, factions uh, are uh, represent, uh, inter, in, do, do interfere uh, uh, through uh, the mafia, through the armaments, through the militias, and these all, even for uh, the Arab tribes, uh, uh, these uh, represent uh, in insecurity, uh, they represent, represent uh, interference. The, uh, it has to be uh, an Iraqi decision uh, implemented by the support of the international uh, consensus and uh, to attain uh, that solution. Then about other influence. One is about Russian influence. And the other is uh, your, your opinion about the role of the United States. So on Russia, the question is, with Russian influence extending into Iraq, as demonstrated by Rosneft's production deal, do you see this as a concern moving forward? And then I will ask a question about the U.S. role, but on the, on the Russian uh, role in Iraq. Uh, of course, uh, the, the Russian role in Iraq is weak. It's, uh, the, there is still some influence through uh, pipe, uh, gas and pipe uh, and uh, gas, uh, uh, in the gas industry uh, still in Iraq, but there is a relation uh, between uh, arm uh, there is a relation between the armament and. Uh, 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 the Iraq buying uh, these armaments, but it's uh, not uh, on a huge scale. It's limited. Uh, 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 Russia uh, supports uh, the Iranian, uh, 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 the Iranian uh, Syrian axis in uh, the region. What has happened in uh, Kurdistan lately? The Kurds started to think about a more uh, tight relation with uh, Russia and uh, stepping uh, afar from the USA. Even in Syria, a lot of uh, uh, the faction uh, started to uh, seek uh, the uh, Russian uh, support, and this uh, influence uh, to influence the. Uh, the outcome of the conflict. Uh, there are lots of uh, opportunities uh, for uh, Russia uh, to 
there are lots of opportunities that Russia is trying to exploit for its interest. Uh, we can say that uh, the Russian role is not that evident in Iraq, but we say that uh, through lots of investments, military uh, deployment, uh, and uh, 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 the uh, armaments, we say that uh, these uh, uh, military agreements uh, could uh, take place. Uh, one that we're, many of us are interested in that you've heard already today, that is, what role do you think the United States should play in Iraq in the future? Uh, the United States of America, after uh, ISIS period, post-ISIS period, contributed directly uh, in combating terrorism and achieved uh, important results and uh, had a say uh, more than before uh, uh, through uh, society, through uh, influencing uh, the society in a, a big a large degree, uh, helping uh, the, the society uh, military, economically, and politically. For an example, I want to mention now uh, the American ambassador to Baghdad. Uh, a uh, few weeks uh, ago, uh, he went to Fallujah and um, walked through the area, and he was welcomed, tremendously welcomed in the area. But, but it, it's contrary to what has happened ten year, like 10 years ago. Uh, that was uh, a main feature uh, for the Iraqi resistance at that time. Uh, now, uh, uh, the Iraqis accept the, uh, ex the existence of uh, the American forces. Uh, when we have um, compared what has happened to us uh, from the militias and the Iranian influence, now the United States of America has accept more acceptance uh, in Iraq. Now we have a, an important project, the reconstruction, the rebuilding uh, of Iraq, uh, giving uh, civilian uh, uh, society uh, aids and helping uh, the co political national coalition that would uh, uh, help in uh, to get rid of uh, extremism, uh, whether it's Iranian, whether it's Kurdish, whether it's otherwise, uh, so we can start to reform Iraq and uh, with the help of the U.S. and uh, to be transformed uh, into a democratic a country that would ha establish relations with Turkey, Iran, the Arabs, but a democratic entity. The, and the United States of America can help us towards that and uh, to enlighten uh, our, the an inspiration uh, for uh, people to get rid once and for all for all those uh, uh, terroristic extremism uh, ideas and concepts that have been prevailed we wanted to have with you. Thank you very much for, for sharing your ideas and your, your vision going forward. Um, it's good to hear that the American ambassador was in Fallujah uh, and was well received in Fallujah. Others of us have been in Fallujah, we weren't so well received. Uh, so this is, as you say, this is, uh, this is progress. Uh, the United States is uh, very eager. I, I'm not a, a great change. A great change, and change is often for the better. Uh, not always, <laughs> but uh, so ladies and gentlemen, please, thank, please uh, join me in thanking uh, the Vice President uh, for joining us today. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to this event. If you'd like to listen to more events or explore our other podcasts, visit usrp.org backslash podcast.
Thank you for listening to this event.